Tonight's gonna be a podcast. Tonight's gonna be a Cook Street podcast. Tonight. Are there more lyrics? I don't know, that's all I got. Welcome to Rotten Potatoes, a Cook Street podcast. Uh, my name is Travis. I'm going to be hosting tonight. I guess we'd like to start out by apologizing for our brief hiatus. Uh, we were vacationing in Canada with our ex-wives. Um, it was weird. It was awkward. It was weird. It was awkward. Hey. It was awkward, eh? <laughs> the last... Yeah, yeah. Hey. Um, during the last <laughs> podcast... Uh, I lost again. That's why I'm hosting. But because of the, we had we had some cushy stuff and some vacation stuff, some moving apartments. There's no way. Details. Yes, they want to hear your excuses. Yes, it is. It's a week. You should multiple seen this. one of us. You should have seen this. Okay, but I I didn't see the movie, um, and I got back to America. I re-entered America, and when I re-entered, <laughs> she sounds hot. <laughs> yeah, she, I got a number from a girl named America one time. Really? Yeah, in Seattle. I was really excited about it. That's a ridiculous Said, name. Yeah. yeah. Well, she was and she was definitely from, I think she Stripping. was from Peru. Ugly Betty. Uh, yeah. Ugly Betty. But it's weird seeing America and then having a number underneath. What, did you, what, <laughs> what do you mean, Ugly Betty? America Ferrera. America Ferrera. She yeah, plays so Ugly Betty. Travel in pants. <laughs> it's Ugly Betty. Ugly oh, Betty. Sorry, it's just trying to travel in pants. Yeah, travel in pants. Anyway, when, we re, when I re-entered America Ferrari... Mm-hmm. Um, the to-do list was no longer playing, so um, I was not able to see it, which I apologize for. I know people were waiting with bated breath. Yeah, this podcast is just a public so apology, breath. right? Yeah. Is that what it's from? Bated breath. Bated breath. Bated breath. Bated breath. Bated breath. Bated breath. No! Yeah. That's no, not that's... why it's called bated breath. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, it's not. Yeah. No, it it's, it's bating breath. Bated breath. Yeah, exactly. Which is really bated hot breath. and consistent. No, bated is spelled differently. Yeah, but... No, no, no. That's baiting breath. Baited breath is freshly after. The same. The same. Uh, <laughs> that is not really mine. just one breath. Yeah. That's not my breath after. Freshly baited breath. Oh. Yeah, it's true. It's, you're, you're always so disappointed. disappointed. But it's over. Oh, you feel terrible. No, no, no. You guys no, are, no, I'm, I'm disappointed in the beginning. You guys aren't what? Doing it. You guys aren't, you guys aren't right. doing it We're not, we're doing you're it, not doing it, right. it often enough. You don't. You're not. You're not in the shame amounts yet. Yeah. <laughs> you do it as a treat, which is the I way feel, you should do it. I swell with pride. I look, at, I look at the mess I made yeah. and I say yes. <laughs> yes, that came from me, and now it's part of the earth. And it's not oh, going in. Oh, oh Jesus! It's good man. fertilizer. Semen. <laughs> what are you fertilizing? <laughs> Other semen. Other semen. It grows eggs out of my chest. Babies. Grows out of my chest. It's good fertilizing eggs. <laughs> I've heard. Yeah, we can't make it too fucking. Yeah, you got you got an egg problem. You gotta use some semen on that fertilizer. <laughs> so, uh, because of because I was not able to see the movie, we're gonna do things a little differently this week. Also, it's it's kind of a bad month for movies, so um, we're not gonna be. Summer. Yeah, yeah. Summer. August and September are as bad as January and February. Yeah, right every year. Uh, what we're gonna do tonight is a pop cultural roundup table. <laughs> it just rides off the yeah. top. Roundup table. Pop cultural roundup table. <laughs> King Arthur's roundup table. But what we're going to do, we're going to go through this summer and talk about the cultural events that happened that people talked about and are really no longer talking about, yeah. it seems like. What might we remember and what have we already forgotten? We're going to talk about TV, we're going to talk about music, 
We talk about movies. We kind of run through the whole thing. Um, Books. Magazines. There were some great magazines. Yeah. Some periodicals. Uh, did you see the um, the O where Oprah was on the cover? <laughs> yeah, oh, with yeah. her big hair. Oh, that's a thing. Oh, no. I was just making a joke that she's on every cover. <laughs> yeah, she was. Too. There was yeah. one she wasn't. There was. Like, it was, it was, it was Lance Michelle Armstrong. Obama. Michelle Obama, yes. It was Michelle Obama and Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong was just making style. it. Oh, yeah. come on. Was That's no, our his... Tour de France winner. <laughs> his... <laughs> He's been through enough. Can we talk about <laughs> Iris? No, really. The what is nappy-headed hose? Nappy, that is one of the craziest things that's ever happened, is that he said nappy-headed hose on the radio. Of <laughs> yeah. like, uh, all bad things yeah. you could say, that's getting really forgotten. Right. It's well, unforgivable. So the Paula Dean thing happened this month, which was, it was pretty interesting. What is that? You know, you I know who she is. I don't person. I didn't hear anything about it. She's a diabetic, a famous uh, diabetic. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Um, she and she puts, cooks unhealthy food. She puts lard in everything. Right. She's a southern, makes sense. southern girl. Makes sense she's Basically, she admitted that she'd used the N-word multiple times in her life and then didn't understand why there was a fallout to that. Um, yeah, why would you volunteer this information? I, and I guess this is the way it goes with anything like this, where the initial fallout was like, did you hear what Paula Dean said? And then the second one was like, everybody's overreacting, this, this woman. I mean, she got... Like kicked off the Food Network. And, like, they're making a movie on. Asked. I don't know. Yeah. They're making a movie on A and E or something, some cable movie where it's about a uh, famous chef that is a racist, like Paula Dean, that shoots someone at a hooded black teen. So they're combining the Trayvon story with the Paula Dean story no, to make no, one TV movie. That is so much better. Civil Shepherd stars. Really? No shit. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a show called Sybil? Yeah, Sybil. Yeah. That um, Paula Dean thing, was that really only a month ago? It no. was I think it was June. June, okay. Because it seems like forever ago. Yeah, I guess we should it's talk about a common theme. We're um we're going back as far as May. Um is technically the summer. Yeah, it's tricky with summer. Because yeah, when you're a kid it's it's June, June through yeah. August. And I still kinda think that way. But should, it should be summer solstice. Yeah. Well, no, no, that's stupid because yeah. Equinox is until September twenty first, and we know fall Here starts when school's again. back. And football. <laughs> the boys is back for town. That's fall. Well, so so what are the comps for somebody like Paula Dean who's done something very racist or at least somewhat racist, um, and her her chances of redeeming herself? Because Michael Richards. Yeah. There's Michael Richards, Mel Gibson. Um, yeah, Gibson's repeatedly. Yeah, he keeps yeah. going. I think mean, Richards is in the best spot. One outburst, yeah. and a little—it's a little, little kooky to begin with, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. It's just recorded. If it wasn't recorded, it's yeah. fucking awful. The audio, yeah, really the audio clip yeah. is just—it's yeah, awful to watch. It's terrible. Yeah, it's hard. It's racist. Oh, also this summer—it <laughs> is really racist. That's Which the, is the problem I have with it. I don't yeah, know what you guys. That was what I was offended. In my opinion. <laughs> It's kind of racist what Michael Richards yeah. said. Yeah. Um, also, this summer was the football player, the guy from the Eagles, who... Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, the white kid. Riley Cooper. Yeah, Riley Cooper, who said... Such a douchebag name. Yeah, yeah and he looks like a douchebag. And he was at a country music concert. It was like yeah. a Kenny Chesney concert, and he what said... He said a racist thing. He said, it's a video of him talking with his friends, and he said, I will beat up every N-word in this place right now. And 
there's a lot of African Americans on his team. Yeah, <laughs> that are much bigger and stronger than him. Beat him up. Um, he's, he certainly deserves yeah, it. But like, the, what I can't stand about this is afterwards he he let he put out a public apology and he said my parents didn't raise me to be that way. How do you apologize for a brief moment of racism? Right. Like that's not something that just happens when you're drunk. Yeah, like a drunk hookup. You can apologize right, for. Right. Right. <laughs> like it, something happened, but like, if you're just yeah. a drunk racist, because when you're, racist uh, slur. Because every no. man craves what he craves when he's drunk. Right. He can't really. Say, we all get racist when we get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least Aaron Hernandez is making him look good. It's true. Segway. Another. That's crazy! Yeah, he yeah. murders He murdered people several people. All the time. That's one of the craziest shits I've ever, ever heard. <laughs> and you've heard some crazy <laughs> shit. Some crazy <laughs> shit. You, you, with eight you live with Nate, exactly. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, he, he uh, murdered people. Yeah. He straight up murdered people. Mm-hmm. And... Not just one person. No, like in a I don't think get away with it. kind of way. You think he should go to jail? I think he should go to prison. All right. From the Rotten Potatoes podcast. I'm taking stands tonight. You're not letting people get off the hook so easy. <laughs> Racism is... and murder. Bad. Take put, them down and put your foot down. down. Yeah, That's they need right. to come, down, come back down to earth. <laughs> um, it is, and now there's a new story about how, like, apparently when he was on the Patriots, he was smoking angel dust all the time. <laughs> he was incredibly paranoid and, like, would carry a gun around with him everywhere. Belichick told him that um, he was, like, right on the verge of being cut. Um, so, I mean, apparently somebody noticed that he had murderous tendencies, which is good, but they gave him a contract for $40 million. Right. And, yeah. yeah, it didn't Does stop. he get paid in the case of going to prison? No. There's they, some guaranteed money, though. Isn't there's it? some guaranteed money, but with, yeah. with the NFL, it's crazy. There, there's all sorts of... Oh, things. right. If you yeah. go, that's going against the... Murder's against their uh, their code of ethics. Way to go. It depends on the type of murder. Oh, like, that's you, true. Stabbing's okay. You know what but is okay? Like DUI murder. Yeah, DUI murder. They usually murders. are fun. What's <laughs> turn their head. What's his Stallworth. Stallworth. Yeah. Stallworth. When he signed the contract, I heard he said, like, oh, man, I'm going to buy so much PCP and assault weapons with this $40 million. They that's a red, yeah. that is a red flag. He wrote that underneath his signature, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's on the contract. <laughs> that's, that's actually his signature. About to murder somebody. <laughs> like, well, he did use parentheses correctly. <laughs> He's still on ESPN's fantasy draft list. I think he was still on Madden. No, they took him off Madden. That was a, like, a story. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. <laughs> it I like what the Patriots yeah. did. Of You can sell. They'll give you money for yeah, the jersey. That was great. Yeah. Buyback. Jersey buyback. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and yeah. You don't want to be walking around town with that jersey no, these days. No, no, no. I'm sure it wasn't. Oh, an OJ retro would well, be sick, Daddy. <laughs> but what's worse to have? Because there was, there was a couple of football players that I think they also went to University of Miami who were photographed wearing um, yes. free Hernandez hats. Yeah. Um, the Pounceys. The Pounceys, yeah. Pouncey um, Brothers. Pouncey Brothers. Mm-hmm. What's worse then? So being seen in a Hernandez jersey or a Riley Cooper jersey? Being a white guy being seen in a Riley Cooper jersey right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but no one, it's a very, it's not, the story is not as out there. Also, I think it's right. clear if you're wearing a Riley Cooper jersey that you bought it after he made those comments. Right. Because he owns a Riley Cooper jersey. Yeah, that's <laughs> so you deserve a lot of flack yeah, for that. Yeah, all he's known for is being racist. Right. And let's just say his claim that he would beat up every. Whatever in here. He's in a country. Yeah. That's the biggest pussy statement you could have. He'd have an army of 60,000 yeah. Confederates. Your Aryan nation would probably be fine. Uh, Was this the summer of our favorite?
favorite song of the summer. It might have come out before that. What's our favorite song of the summer? It, it, it's with LL Cool J. Oh, Accidental oh, Races. Oh, yeah, that was right. Spring. Yeah, that was earlier. That so was, everything was blooming, including, oh. including forgiving slavery. <laughs> just, yeah. Why is that a trick? speak so, for, you know, for those Frederick you, Douglass. For those of you who <laughs> don't know what we're talking about, there's a Brad Paisley and LL Cool J song. I'm called Accidental Racist that you should download immediately. Yeah, it's true though. Like when that came out, I, I think I know personally, and a lot of people just kind of tangentially heard about it right. and knew it was a controversy, but you really need to listen you to it. To listen and it's not it. like, There's, it's not topical right now. Like, it's, uh, who cares? It'll always be timelessly funny. If you don't judge my I won't judge your red flag. LL Cool J is worse than Brad yeah. He's more racist. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he is. Even though the entire premise of the song is a guy that worked at Starbucks, a black guy that works at Starbucks, looked at him funny because he was wearing, he was wearing Confederate, Confederate shirts. So he said, I gotta write a song about this. Listen, yeah. man. Look, we got some we got some skeletons in our southern closet. <laughs> but that doesn't mean us white people aren't proud yeah. and I'm deserve proud. a chance. I mean, it's not... I guess it is, but it's not all that different than wearing a swastika. Ooh. The Confederate flag is. Why are we still towing <laughs> yeah. this around like why it's okay? It? I mean, we're. I guess you guys are from under the Mason-Dixon line. So but we were in the North in the Civil War. Just barely. We're like the Grundle, not the Butthole. Yeah, he's right. That's our motto. <laughs> Actually, the motto is the Free State. There you go. So suck it, Vermont. <laughs> Live free Vermont is very famously not free. And they're basically not black. Unfree. Oh, that's certainly true. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. There's definitely an attitude about like being proud of of the Confederacy that it's just impossible for anyone who's not from there to understand. But in the song, the chorus over and over again is I'm caught between southern pride. Yeah, caught, to, caught between southern pride and southern blame. And southern so it's not even like southern blame. guilt. Like say guilt instead of <laughs> yeah. blame. Yeah. It's yeah. like you know all these people blame <laughs> yeah. no, people for being a racist. People do yeah. blame the South for the Civil War, and I think that's completely unfair. <laughs> they were they just wanted to secede. Economy. <laughs> <laughs> they like states' rights and they wanted to succeed. Yeah, it's about states' rights. <laughs> states' rights. The right to do some stuff that people maybe not have done. Like comfort. Like, like unpaid labor. <laughs> um, so, what is, I think that's all the racist stuff that we've got. Summer James. That's it? Gotta be. Oh, uh, well, yeah, I guess this actually does strangely lead to Miley Cyrus. So maybe we run through that. People seem to be really upset that the, with the twerking thing at the VMAs and with her, is it a new album or just a new song? New sound. New it's sound. New sound She's general. apparently She's trying to reach a you black get, audience. You have to use the word appropriation because right, that's, that's the buzzword that's the buzz. that uh, everyone loves to use. Because she said she wants to you do hood music. Ooh. Which is, you know, euphemism for racist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You should say that when your dad's music. name is Billy Ray. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, the Miley thing, I, I have a theory. 
and I really want you guys to hear about it. I actually want to write a computer newspaper article about it, but this will suffice because it's quicker. It seems like every pop culture event requires an obnoxious response from us, the public, in four different ways. I do agree with the backlash. So, like, Ben Affleck's Batman? Did you see what Miley Cyrus did on the VMAs last night? Then there's the, I don't agree with the backlash, but I do have an opinion about it, which is where I mostly lie. Okay. I usually am backlash to the backlash, the what's your fucking deal, Affleck, fine, or right. Miley Cyrus is no worse than Britney Spears and Madonna open mouth kissing on the VMAs 10 years ago. Then there's the I don't care people, also obnoxious. Maybe I don't care obnoxious. because pop culture is not important and we should be talking about Syria. Right. Uh, Shut up. <laughs> Those are different things. Those are different conversations. Yeah, I was, yeah. was going to say, I was in the I don't care. No, and but not that you should care well, about that. No, 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 it's not I don't care, it's guilt tripping. Yeah, yeah that's the guilt tripping I don't care. No, of course yeah. you shouldn't care. No one cares. And then the fourth one is I don't care because I literally don't have an opinion right. about it. Which is oddly more high horse than the serious thing. Yeah, but it's also Because right. that is an opinion. It is, but that's actually the way you are. You I know. actually don't have an opinion about Miley Cyrus twerking. Yeah, I don't give care. A yeah, but that's like saying, that's still an opinion that pop culture is not important and doesn't deserve. You're saying, no. like, you say, I didn't know there still were VMAs. I didn't know Rolling uh, Stone still makes the magazine. Uh, I, I don't care that. about this bomber being on the cover. I'm just, my opinion about it not caring is that I, I, I pop culture is important to me. That, yeah. That's right out the gate. But I don't think this is a big event. It's not. She had a weird dance. It's a weird. It's yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a that fourth level well, like is kind thing. of mixed with the backlash is wrong because why are we why are we making such a fuss about right. this guy this bomber being on the cover? Why are we making such a fuss out of Miley Cyrus twerking? But each is obnoxious in their own way, right. and the most obnoxious is the fifth level, which is the guy that creates categories for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the highest of horses. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've categorized my Miley Cyrus, but it does. I'm really worried because, like, I keep, I keep falling in that second category of I do have an opinion about this, and it's that the initial concern and outrage is ridiculous. Yeah. Why is Ben Affleck playing Batman a problem? Why is Miley Cyrus twerking a problem? That's right. Why is Rolling Stone not allowed to write about culture in a provocative way when they've had Charles Manson on the cover before? Like, it keeps happening summer after summer. And it's not, it, it, I think it is, I really, I think I hate the Syria thing the most. <laughs> That's yeah. the most annoying is, yeah. while we were talking about this, millions died. It's like, well, it, people, those, those, that media coverage is based on viewership. Well, nobody's... You can't blame a media outlet for... And you're allowed to know about both things. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't have to talk about the Syria one all the time. Yeah. I think there's just a there's a really <laughs> the odd of time. Yeah. Yeah. That aren't always used for Syria. <laughs> there's a really odd comfort that especially this country takes in seeing child stars misbehave and go down this tailspin yeah. because they had this early success and they didn't I I have an opinion that it, it kind of messes with you being famous early. <laughs> like I have this, uh, hear me out. Hear me out. to say. Um, I think it's bad for them, them. And like, sometimes they don't turn out that great as uh, adults. I don't know. You hold your tongue. I mean, look at Jason Bateman. <laughs> <laughs> the poster child for not turning out okay. Yeah. Guys, Actually, I, I think the most interesting take on the Miley Cyrus twerking thing is as, <laughs> are the people who are 
serious twerkers who are like good at it. Yeah. And yeah. their reaction was like, oh, she's a terrible twerker. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, and she is. <laughs> she wasn't actually twerking. Because some of us are twerking for a living. Yeah, yeah like you gotta twerk every every single shake is what? cash, money, cash, money. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what's weird. Like the I told you about the article I read about basically saying Miley Cyrus was uh, a, a one-woman minstrel show to the MAs. Menstrual? Minstrel. Minstrel. <laughs> and it seemed very menstrual when she put the foam dick in front of her and jerked it off. Oh, God. Did you see That's that? what I have a problem with, is the tongue being out and the foam dick. Did you see that today? That's just a stupid she dance She jerked room. off a foam dick. Yeah, yeah. She, put, she had her tongue out the whole time and stuck the foam dick going, Did you? Okay. That was what made people uncomfortable. No, this yeah. is, this I don't is, care getting ass This is one of the best the stories about this, too, is that the creator of the foam figure came out today disapproving of her using <laughs> the foam figure that way that guy and he said like loaded. he said like that yeah. was supposed to be like a, <laughs> a patriotic <laughs> symbol <laughs> it was not intended to I be love, a phallus i love <laughs> someone defending the foam finger as like Don't steal higher than that i love holier than thou he invented a goddamn <laughs> yeah. finger that's like <laughs> we are number one don't use it any other way I yeah. love the thought of this guy sitting at home watching the VMAs with his wife. No. Wait. No. That's Brenda. Brenda. <laughs> yeah. Brenda, what's she doing? Oh my god. I opened Pandora's box. I did not <laughs> intend for that. Get me the phone. If I had known, I wouldn't have made it. What's weird is with the minstrel show stuff, <laughs> and then just a general, like, it, it's somehow racist what she did. We're going through this line like wine. I feel like it's more <laughs> stripper culture than black culture. Yes. Well, how many times does this hap- have to happen before people aren't surprised by it? Like, Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan and Britney Spears. too seductive on... Amanda Bynes? <laughs> Amanda Bynes, uh, was, her, her claim to fame this summer was calling people ugly on Twitter. Yeah. She did it like four times. She, yeah, she called Rihanna. She called Rihanna, she called Drake, Jay-Z, a lot of black people. She, <laughs> she also set a neighbor's driveway on fire. And she, they, <laughs> How do you do that? Yeah, she she got caught because there's a security camera of her going into a convenience store and so saying that her small dog was doused in gasoline. <laughs> like a block from the driveway. <laughs> oh. That was how they pinned it to her. She was walking her dog out. Oh my god, I spilled gasoline on the take your dog to uh, lighting neighbors stuff on no, fire. No. I, I leave my dog at home yeah, for that kind of stuff. So Lindsay Lohan um, tweeted at the Huffington Post because the Huffington Post had a celebrity thing each day where they say happy birthday to the celebrities. Um, and so they said, happy birthday Larry David. And Lindsay Lohan tweeted at them and said, and me. <laughs> that was it. Wow, that's it's the so saddest sad. thing. It's, it's like so you're, it's your birthday on Facebook and someone forgets to and you go post on their wall. Except for, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's um, true. This is a quote from Miley Cyrus. I don't think people have a hard time understanding that I've grown up. I just think the world is so lame because you can shoot people in a movie and you can let people like Zimmerman off on trial, but you can't have someone going like this Cyrus simulates oral sex gesture. So, I actually agree with her it's, about she this. She didn't put it well. Not, yeah. the, not everything in the beginning. but the I was unaware the, that you could shoot someone in a movie. 
Yeah. Yeah. Know you could do yeah. It's normally rated That's, R. And also, is that really the same thing as no. the person? <laughs> no. Just because bad things happen in the world doesn't mean you should be an asshole. Yeah. But the the idea that America is overprotective of sex and nothing else is yeah. definitely valid. Yeah. Right. But this is about the UK censorship of her video. Oh right. So that's kind of interesting. Did I you guess. see the? Did you see the Facebook thing today? Someone posted was Miley Cyrus twerking on one side. And a woman breastfeeding on the other, mm-hmm. and, the, and under and the captions are like, "The problem with America is you can see this side. This side is fine. Like the Miley Cyrus side was fine because it was, whatever." And then they said, well, "This one will be probably be taken down by Facebook because you can't have any nipples." Blah blah. blah. Like, mm-hmm. what's wrong with this country? Kind of thing. Like, who is, who is saying that the Miley Cyrus thing is fine? No one's saying. <laughs> I am. It was on TV. Right, but not as a. That's not the movement right now. Not it's. It's not no. people. Going but they could air it on TV. They couldn't air a woman breastfeeding on TV. Yeah, because no one wants to see a saggy, milky ass titty. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Don't you guys think that? Same page. I just like. I remember being being whatever we were, seventeen or nineteen, where Britney Spears was in a flesh colored, you know, with a snake and being as sexual as possible. And it was a thing. Like, the VMAs, every year, were like, oh, Kanye did this. I didn't know the VMAs still exist. Because they are just a machine for pumping out shock value. Yeah. It's the only way that they get any traction the next day. And I, honestly, I forgot about that Britney Spears Madonna open mouth kiss. Just as pornographic as (laughs) suggesting someone's doggy style. We're at the 10 year anniversary of the Janet Jackson nipple function thing, which is weird to think that that was. I mean, it was the Super Bowl, I guess. And live TV. Yeah. 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 Was it a malfunction? Oh, that's what they claimed. There's no way it was. Yeah. (laughs) They just ripped it off and she looked shocked for a second. Was Justin Timberlake? Yeah. Yeah. Why would there be a patch there? Right. That's not how my shirts are made. You don't wear nipple patches? Just in case? Oh, I do. Underneath, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But she wasn't even wearing that. It was just her pierced nipple. It is interesting that, like, JT gets, you know, no one ever remembers that he did that. They remember yeah. Janet Jackson for having the nipple. Yeah. And just like this, Robin Thicke is kind of escaping it. Oh, yeah. He is not escaping Good, it in my eyes. Good, because he's an asshole. Okay. Well, so my two... I love the song. My two problems with it is that that... The most egregious thing about that performance to me was that he was out of key the entire... Not, not just yeah. out of key, in a different key. And, like, maybe that's... Did it sound really bad? It sounds... Terrible. It's interesting though because that song is perhaps the summer jam, and that only added a layer. Summer jam. I don't think I like the song. I like it a lot. Really? Yeah, it's a good song. No, oh, I kind of like it. But do you did you like it before you saw the music video? Oh, yeah, okay. I saw. I, I saw think Pavlov is a real thing. I know yeah, you no, want I it over and over again. I just. I no, well, yeah, it's, it's not it's intelligent, but yeah, it's I don't, yeah. I I first heard Blurred Lines watching Jimmy Fallon do it with the Roots. Yeah, and it was cool. like the unplugged. Really? They did on like toy xylophones. That's awesome. And like, uh, Westlove yeah, cool. does a song I like. It. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, the video. She, she. She. I don't know who else has been that much of a hit. I'm sure virally just from being in a music video. And what's great about her is she's a really bad dancer. Yeah. And like she made fun of herself later about it. Um, it's great when a hot girl, especially a hot girl who's dancing in a video, mm-hmm. is a bad dancer. Dancing like, butt and fucking. Well, yeah. that how, how okay. So this song is big right now. Yeah. Just for reference, I um I listen to the radio. Listen You're a summer jam consultant. I'm your summer jam consultant. <laughs> I listen to the radio today. I drove to work, 
home from work to the gym, back from the gym. Maybe eight minute, eight minute average trip. Right. Three of the four trips I heard this song. Really? Wow. No really? joke. I, I left it on the you know the hot whatever hot ninety five seven here because I want I was curious. Yeah. One out of the four trips, I didn't hear. I think wow, that's, that's more that's intense. I think yeah. that's more the radio's unoriginality than the song being as big. I know the song's huge. Well, I don't know. they do that with every with a song. They every do. Time. They do. I guess. Real. But like the the gym one was, they were forty five minutes apart. Yeah. They didn't even wait an hour. Yeah. That's crazy. That's I mean you can. I mean, play commutes it. are only forty five minutes on average. So that's what you're saying. They go for a different audience because no one's going to their house and listening to the radio. Is it bigger? <laughs> is it bigger than um, the Belgian guy? Um, with Kimya in the oh um, gotcha somebody somebody I used, I used to, know. to know is it yes. bigger is he's it bigger Belgian? than I thought he was Australian I think he was he was born in Australia <laughs> you ruined your credibility New Zealand Australia <laughs> Australia I know how to put an N at the end of this one <laughs> <laughs> is it bigger though because I no yeah, it's the same no I think it's bigger either. I think I think it's that song was bigger well video but this song will be bigger I don't know that, that don't know. video was huge if you look yeah, at if you look at view count it's fucking nuts 426 million views on the guy yeah, on the, the guy yeah, on the actual video it's just what it's, is Lord also the lyrics it's just the lyrics a YouTube video of the lyrics yeah. that has 29 million views and then also there's yeah. the one with the, all the multiple guitars yeah, yeah that one uh, that that's cool. 153 that million that's fucking cool. Yeah, that cool yeah it's really cool but that's I mean that's well, how many does Blurred, Lines? Blurred, Blurred Lines is not as big as Gangnam Style no. somebody no. used to know or Call Me Maybe but it it, it is. It's not even close. But, it's, but it is the biggest song in the summer. But it's got Blurred Lines is one hundred and fifty five million. So yeah, it's it's, uh, it it's just not even close. Yeah, but it's three years less views. Yeah, three years. When when did Blurred come out? Two years. Two years, ago. Two years ago. So, so it's, it's a year, year, year and a half. Year and a half less. I mean, uh, that's, at that rate, he's got one hundred fifty million in three months. I don't I'm know. Curious about YouTube counts on songs and how big that means the song is. I mean, yeah. this video the should be more because it's. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Same but, with Gangnam Style. But like the last year, Spotify became ridiculous. Like I can get I can get the the Robin Thicke song now without like a lot of people go on YouTube and that's how they listen to yeah, the song. For yeah, yeah, that's true. But like the, this last year, you've been able like Spotify got big. Right. I wouldn't be surprised if the next few years he starts de- decreasing. I mean, Gangnam Style is gonna always be like. Will a video ever be Gangnam Style? Uh. That's a good question. Either way, the Spotify record keeping, like YouTube is, it is such a ridiculous, like 99% versus 1%. Like there's just three songs that get hundreds of millions of hits yeah. a year, and then the rest of music beneath it. Yeah. And it's so exponential. And I mean, summer, I don't understand this, like, because in preparing this podcast, we're like, like, what's the hot summer jam? We need to decide what the summer anthem is. I don't remember that from. Any of the twenty nine summers that I've had of no. what song was big that year and why it's important, but they're usually hip hop or girl pop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You gotta be able to dance to it. If yeah. it's summer, you want to be dancing. Everyone's out drinking. <laughs> the, yeah. It's interesting. The icon of pop, the I love it. Yeah. That spans two summers because it came out over a year it ago, out a while. but it got big again this year. Yeah. Slowly got there. The uh, blurred lines was the that was the Billboard summer song, but. Right. The VMAs actually this year had a category best summer song. Oh wow! And Blurred Lines got smashed by One Direction. 
Oh, no shit. Is that, like, is that like voted on by yeah, voted it's, on by oh, it's a vote. I think so is the billboard one. Gotta be. Could the billboard just choose? I think it's based on sales. Yeah. I think it's, uh, the billboard is still sales, based on sales. Okay, that makes sense. Well, yeah, but that's such a... But the, sure the, the type of people that b- still buy music. Right. I yeah. mean, it's such but a... iTunes, I mean, yeah. people buy iTunes probably. People do, but it's still, I mean, do any of us? No. Like, it's still, it's still a very, you know, it's... I support the artists that I want to support. The way to support an artist is to go to see them live. I mean, that's right. Yeah. Money. Well, and Spotify supports them now. I pay ten bucks a month to get a song on my phone whenever I want it, and then they pay an artist. I get ten bucks a month to get every song. There's definitely still. Way, I mean, my dad gets money from CD Baby and from iTunes. I mean, like when people buy his album on either one of those, he gets money immediately. Yeah. But if you have a label, it's usually like fifteen percent. Exactly. Like if you have a label, or much less than that, like yeah. seven or eight percent. Is what you yeah. get. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Yeah. That's why I like seeing him live is totally. And actually, strangely, merchandise. Merchandise, yeah. So, by our count, this summer, beyond just song, there were four albums that came out. Yeah. Um, that Only seemed, four albums came out? No, but like, that seemed significantly. Notable. Yeah. Like, like, culturally. So, Jay-Z, um, actually, I'm going to put that last. because it's like, Vampire Weekend was, um, was this summer. It was May, I think. Yeah. Um, which was significant in a, I mean, it'd been a long time. Yeah. yeah. And they're one of the most popular bands on the yeah. planet. Yeah. And it was really good. And it was really, really good. good. Yeah. yeah. It was really good. Yeah. Um, Kanye. Jesus. And Daft Punk. And then Jay-Z. Yeah. Um, the, so. Wow, that's big. Yeah, it's weird that though you can't find a second tier of artists because it just it's the same thing as the big some songs get big. It's just there. That's it. it yeah. Music is so niche. There's just only a few people that everyone. And most of those were lauded, like like the Vampire Weekend, Kanye, Daft Punk. All of those were above eighty five on you know Pitchfork, um, AV Club. Those, but Jay Z was pretty much panned. It was like fifty five, fifty six percent. It is his twelfth album. It's his twelfth studio album. Twelfth. Um, yeah. A lot of money. <laughs> he does. Also, he but he's, he's saved a lot of trees. You guys know he doesn't write down his raps? Yeah. <laughs> the, a, the AV Club, which really <laughs> tore apart this album, said um, he exhausts the ending of his rags to riches story. And that's true, right? No one gives a mm. shit anymore that he used to sell crack. Yeah. That's the problem with all rap stars usually is that they, their careers are kind of shorter because their raps are still about coming right. from the streets, but now they're. You know, he's, driving, 40, he's, 40, he's 42, 43 years yeah. old. He's been famous for 20 yeah, years. Yeah, he's had millions and millions of dollars. It's also for... unprecedented. Yeah. Jay-Z yeah. is the first rapper album. we get yeah. to see yeah. go into retirement. Yeah. Well, he has retired seven years ago. Yeah. He come back, but like everyone else just stops. Right. Jay-Z is People fine stop buying saying, albums. I got the hottest wife in the game. The Kanye album was, you know, a big deal. The pretentious yeah. big deal, like it, no one's talking about it still, which I don't think. Was, I mean, with his last album, which was had a lot of commercial appeal, people were still talking about it, like awards and stuff. I feel like it was a shock value thing that happened, SNL performance, right. and then he had a kid, and now it just lives with these great reviews and pretentious people will talk about it for the rest of their lives. It's right. a great album, yeah, including me. Yeah. When uh, Jay Z and Kanye, when were their peaks? Jay Z's peak was probably two thousand and one ish, 
Oh, that early? I was going to say, like, 2005. No, because, like, people love his older stuff more. I mean, it depends on what you consider peak, like, commercial success versus what people consider his, you know, when he was just straight off the streets talking about dealing and stuff. I think... But, like, Kanye was much later, but Kanye was providing all of Jay-Z's best peak. Right. I think think Kanye's last album was his peak. Before this one. It was a 10 out of 10 on Pitchfork, which just doesn't never been happen. Done. It's never like, been done. It's never been it's still done. still the only thing. Yeah, really? Like, yeah. What year was that? 2011. 2011. So what about movies? I mean, we mostly have done that through this podcast. Is there anything we missed? Well, I was, I, I was looking at, um, and I, I really, I'm interested in this annual myth of like, oh, these summer movies suck. Or we haven't had a great movie in a while. Because it seems like it happens every single year and it's very short-sighted. And it's part of like this needy, I want more. I want to, I want Bridesmaid to come out today. <laughs> and do you think it's like a, a weird form of nostalgia? Yeah, absolutely. Like, absolutely. They used to be Give great. it a year and everyone's going to be talking yeah. about how good World War Z was. <laughs> right, right. And how they didn't make a great movie in summer of 2014. Exactly. So yeah, so we've talked about each a lot of these movies as they came out, maybe referred to them, but now that most of the numbers are in, the tickets have been bought, I want to run through what the box office is. So this is top 10 summer movies. Not how I judge movies, though. No, but it it does matter. This is the worldwide grosses. So Iron Man 3, 1.2 billion. For some perspective, that is the fifth highest grossing movie ever, Jesus. behind Avatar and Titanic, which are both over two billion. Avengers number three, and then Harry Potter, part eight, the final one. Hmm. So, from some perspective, the fifth highest grossing movie ever came out this year was Iron Man three. Wow. Um, only seventeen movies ever have made over one billion, which includes. Old ones, and this is not adjusted for inflation. What? So, what do you think the pre two thousand and four movies were that have made over a billion dollars worldwide? Two thousand four. Yeah, there are four. Spider Man. Nope. I said I just said. Does it have to be in the box office? So Avatar. Oh, Titanic. Titanic is one. It's it's all box office. This is like DVD. This is worldwide box office. Titanic and three others. Think epic. Jurassic Park. Yes. Um, what are the other two major epics of our time or the last 30 years? Star Wars. Phantom Menace. Phantom. Really? Whoa! A billion dollars? Menace made over a billion uh, dollars. Yeah. They didn't go out for the next couple because Phantom Menace was so panned. Right. But, I mean, it was a 20-year wait for a new Star right. Wars where people came out and drove. And the fourth one Lord is drones. the most epic of all. Oh, Lord, Lord of the Rings. Rings. Yeah, yeah, Return yeah, of the King. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't get that. I don't know the last one makes Yeah, because people see it on DVD and then get into it. Oh, yeah, okay. But yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't see the first one in theaters. Yeah. Really? No. It's like the I rate. did. I didn't. It's I like did. how you didn't? Yeah, isn't that weird? That's that is crazy. crazy. So Iron Man 3, 1.2 billion worldwide. Uh, the next one is Despicable Me 2, 800 million. Fast and the Furious 6 <laughs> is your number three movie of the year with 785. Which also was like 70% or something like that. Yeah, well, yeah. So then we have Monsters University, Man of Steel, World War Z, World War Z probably, Star Trek 2, um, Pacific Rim, 
Wolverine and Hangover Part Three. So no. So only one, only two movies were rotten out of the top ten. No Lone Ranger. Lone, Lone Ranger's yeah. not on the list. No, of course bombed. not. Well, of course not, except for that was maybe the most expensive. Yeah, yes, but it, it did was. very poorly. But I mean, this is Hangover Part Three is tenth of the summer, and it made three hundred and fifty million worldwide. Uh, only two movies were rotten in the top ten: Hangover Part Three and Man of Steel. Man of Steel was still fifty six percent, so it's close. But mm-hmm. there is a study coming on the Computer newspaper in the next couple weeks of have summer movies gotten worse, comparing average Rotten Tomato score. This was a decent year for. I mean, the movies that we've asked this before on the podcast. Do people see good movies? They're good movies. You know, is it a meritocracy? It is. Like, if eight of the ten movies that are big were considered fresh, and the other ones were Hangover Part 3 and Superman movie, that's pretty good. Like, there are flops that are high profile this year that are like uh, R.I.P.D., which did horribly. Um, there is The Lone Ranger... There is the internship, which cost seventy million dollars to make. How? And it made fifty-five. Oh, most of that goes to Google. Yeah. And uh, also, White House Down. Yeah. Uh, cost one hundred and fifty million to make. Uh, and it made just seventy-five. However, even though, because that's that is one of the narratives that I keep seeing is like, oh, it was a shitty year, shitty summer for movies. That's kind of what led me to like, but was it? Kind of research, and every year there are flops. We forget that last year there was things like Snow White with Kristen Stewart, Battleship, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, Total Recall, Dark Shadows. Who's forgetting about Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter? You shouldn't, because that's the Sharknado of movies. At least it knows what it is. What was last year's top ten? Last year was The Avengers, Dark Knight Rises, which had a lot of side issues, you know. And uh, Ted, which at least was kind of a... Did you say Ted? That was funny. Kind of movie. But the other movies that made a lot of money were Amazing Spider-Man and Brave or Madagascar 3 and Men in Black 3. Like, it's not like this happens every year where there's something that just takes the culture by storm. But... The Avengers was a much bigger deal yeah. than, well, so say, Dark Iron Man, Man 3. Yeah, so was Dark Knight Rises. I mean, like, Dark Knight Rises, yeah. What's funny is last year I was thinking, of, I was trying to remember, all right, well, what was what was I thinking about last summer? And I remember thinking Moonrise Kingdom, Beast of the Southern Wild, and Magic Mike. Yeah. Were all, like, word-of-mouth buzz movies where you said, you know, you'd talk to someone, like, have you seen that yet? And I read a 2012, like, summer review, and it said, like, oh, there just are no indie movies this year. Like, it underperformed. And it's just what we do every year. Like, this year there wasn't one, but it seems like there was was a... summer, wasn't it? Mud, yeah, you got Mud, you got The Way Way Back, you got uh, Fruitvale Station, you got Blue Jasmine, Before Midnight, Francis Ha. Yeah, I thought this was... Kings of Summer, summer Spectacular Indie indie was... Yeah, <laughs> at its strongest this summer. <laughs> it's weird to trash that what what's been talked about this movie season, the summer movie season that we happen to do podcasts for, is how much action and destruction of major cities there was, and just big budgets, summer popcorn stuff, and acting like that's a new thing. Right, like that happens every single year. Yeah, the Avengers was a big deal last year, and Ted was a big deal, maybe, and that's about it. Dark Knight Rises, I think, was hurt by its other issues, and it wasn't as good as The Dark Knight. No, it was undeniable. No. 
Two years before that, you had Harry Potter 8, Transformers 3, Hangover 2, Pirates of the Caribbean 4, Fast 5, but you had Bridesmaids. The year before that was Inception. That's what I was going to say. Was Inception the last movie that during the summer we're like, okay, you got see we got what we wanted. Well, what summer. you need is an original thing, it seems like. You know, like before, the, yeah, 2010, yeah. Inception came out, so did Iron Man 2, Harry Potter 7, Toy Story well, 3. Well, right, the movie this year that was supposed to be that was Gatsby, and it wasn't. Gatsby made $330 million despite being panned. Uh, the things that I read are just saying it's one of the best marketed movies ever. Yeah. Which makes sense. Absolutely. We all agree that the trailer the was trailer great. The trailer great. But we missed on that one. Don't you think yeah. more and more, though, like like worldwide gross is going to mean less and less? Like, yeah. I, 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 lived, yes. I lived in a country that mostly had American movies. And 20 years ago had none. What, what, like, yeah. So 20 years ago they, had none. They have and and the, the movies that succeed there... Are, yeah. you know, action. I, I, this is in the Philippines. But yeah, it's action movies. Yeah. I, I, this is why Iron Man 3 made a bunch of money. People I, here say right. it's not bad. The language barrier is not a problem. It's easy to watch. Yeah. It's it, like it's, if you're it's got the distribution and have like the yeah. Good, All yeah. that stuff makes sense. I mean, it doesn't that it doesn't mean that it's good. Right. I I, I know from experience. Is, I know from experience that in time made at least five hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, from my it's, pocket, it's hot there. <laughs> it's not hot in the theater. It's $500 I'm glad you brought this up because I got really deep in and started looking at what the ratio was before domestic versus overseas money. What do you think the typical ratio is? Three quarters American. Oh, 50 50. 40% is typically the domestic haul. Wow. Yeah, I think so the big outliers this year of the highest overseas percentage of their gross, Die Hard, 78%. Wow, what's overseas? Yeah. There's no one to see it here. Yeah. I, hope a, I hope a lot of You know what I hate about Russia. Americans? Everything. <laughs> Pacific Rim made $99 million domestic. But I, told, I said it was on the top 10 because it made $300 million all wow. in China. They like their big monsters in Asia. Uh, After Earth, Smurfs 2, Fast and the Furious, 70%. Hangover, 68%. Iron Man 3, 67%. The highest domestic percentage were The Heat, 75%. Makes sense. Grown Ups 2, 70%. We're the Millers, 80%. This is 80% for words. This is the end, 85%. Yeah, all comedies. Like yeah, you said, dialogue is, yeah. a comedy does not translate across borders. <clears throat> it's going to be really interesting. I, I want to see this. So the domestic form breakdown is great. I want to see it continentally. Yeah. And this, I mean, it's it's the same as Gagnon's style. Like, we're going to start to see explosive numbers in, in Asia. Explosive. Yeah, well, like, videos that, that, I mean, what was the big one in China? You said Die Hard? Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. Made 300 million. What, what? And that's going to start being, overseas. that's going to start being what, like, if Hollywood wants to make money, they have to start catering to yeah. the Chinese demographic. No, and that's already happened. Like, that's the, earlier this year, the Steve, the Spielberg rant was about how there's no mid-movies anymore. They're all huge because it, people it's spend, you know, $100 million to make a movie because it might get huge. There are more um, people in China. Well, yeah, Evan, you were just constant teacher. My God, <laughs> I just think we should like a hundred more, two hundred more. <laughs> but like, like I'd, I'd be really interested in knowing what movies, what American movies, 
do really well in Eastern, or not Eastern, yeah. No, Western Europe. Oh, Western Europe. Yeah. yeah. Like, I bet it's pretty similar to how what movies do well here. You would think. They, they act like they hate us, but they're pretty much us. Hate Western Europeans. Yeah. <laughs> they act like they, they, they act like they hate them. Americans. Yeah, they act they just do. like us. They do. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, the. Yeah, that would be how a good Star Trek study. not on that list? Star Trek apparently was. Uh, they were blaming it on a bad marketing campaign. They didn't want to reveal a lot of the details of the plot. They didn't. They hinted at the fact that Khan was in it, but they didn't want to reveal it. And then yeah. that was the reveal, and it wasn't much of a payoff. Abrams. I don't know because we Abrams. we saw Star Trek in the Darkness and This Is the End. I thought both of them were so good. Those are the two best movies I saw this summer. Yeah, yeah. Everyone who saw Star Trek loved it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand it. So to transition, that's are we cool. Yeah, the no. best movies. What we're gonna do at the end of this to get us back on the Rotten Potatoes thing is I'm going to give you guys something that you're going to have to make a bet on. You're going to pick a number. Whoever is farthest off from the actual number has to host the next podcast. And the new wrinkle, because they don't have to see a movie, so the punishment is they have to be nude. Did you have to say wrinkle? Wait. Well, there's a lot of uncircumcised people in the room. (laughs) This was Evan's idea. You have to be naked. The host has to be. The host? Instead of going to see a movie by yourself in air conditioning with a buffalo chicken sandwich. That was never the rule. Well, it's (laughs) the rule. You have to host a podcast naked in front of you guys. Yeah, it's in front of these three jabronis. Yeah. Who are the three you're pointing at? Well, whatever three don't don't win. What's, what's funny is that nudity should not translate to radio. But it will. We're making a bet. We're making a bet that it'll change the whole dynamic. This this conversation would have gone a lot differently if every time we looked at somebody, he was just yeah. hanging out there. Yeah. Can the loser choose the seating arrangement? Yeah, sure. Yeah. My <laughs> gooch. My gooch is going all over your gaming chair. Oh, okay. Oh, he's going to put it in your house. Am I getting naked at my house? <laughs> <laughs> That's your argument? You're naked there all the time? So, sounds like my ex-girlfriend. Right. <laughs> uh, so before we get to that, there's a couple things I want to get to first. So TV this summer. Um, we were fascinated that The Bachelorette was a really big deal. Bachelorette sucks. Well, okay. Yes, the, the show it itself pale, is terrible. It pales in comparison to The Bachelor, is all I'm saying. It doesn't, and it, which <laughs> I wasn't trying to make like a highbrow no, comment. Just so the audience knows, he put his hands back as if to say, I don't want my blood on my hands on yeah. this video. <laughs> because I, I, the entertainment's there, but The Bachelor is a much superior show because the contestants are all women. And yeah, it allows a lot more infighting. And, and stuff like that. Yeah, it's just but a bunch of bros like watching women life. and women like watching women. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why it does better. Yeah, the the way we made so we watched every single episode of the Bachelorette, each one is two hours long. And the way we made it doable was Do you guys have girlfriends that I can't tell? Yeah. I got I got them into the Bachelorette. Pre girlfriend. Yeah. So the way the thing is the fuck up for a second. The way we made it doable, you'll like. We had a draft at the beginning. We each drafted five of the gentlemen. We made a point system, such as um, one of the guys cries, you get a point. Your guy gets kicked off before the end of the episode, you get minus one point. 
I love it. Your guy, um, it's a fantasy listen, draft. Your guy gets naked is one point. Your guy goes bottomless is two points, both of which happen. Whoa, bottomless, bottomless happened? The first episode. Wow. One of my dudes. Just standing on a balcony naked. <laughs> so, so it worked out. You know, in the end, there's a winner. Yeah. The gambling, great. you end up rooting. We had one that I was so excited. I really thought we were going to get a double bro. Someone said, starts and ends a sentence with bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, why you gotta be like that, bro? I was so sure we were gonna have one of those, and we came close. But it made it doable. Absolutely, you should add more things with the yeah, next summer. You sure. should see the live tweeting that goes on with these events. Oh yeah, that was uh, every episode is live tweeting. Yeah, I know. I still have Twitter. I see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, I don't get it because I watch the but... show and it live tweets on the bottom and it's. Oh, oh you mean on the at the yeah. on the show? Oh, they show it. Yeah, it's crazy that people that. still watch it live though. Like, that's right. the thing that's craziest to me, is that people still watch, watch this. Through. Yeah, we were two hours, you're sitting through 40 minutes of commercials. Yeah. Jesus Christ, wow. This is, they better enjoy it, because that's not going to be true in the next year. But here's the thing. You, you said The Bachelorette was popular. Was it? Yes. How, what was the view? Yes. Really? Well, no, as, as people who weren't watching it, I heard a lot of that. Okay. Like, not from, just from us? Twitter. No. <laughs> okay, just making sure. I thought, coloring I thought it might be. It actually might be 100%. It's like my friends were all talking about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, right. Like they were betting on it. And like it, I'd go over. And... It seems more the most culturally relevant reality show in the Survivor American Idol vein. Like Bachelor, Bachelorettes have now gotten to that point where that's what the must see is. Yeah, more so than the other yeah. reality shows. I know other reality shows pop up, which it sounds like this Duck Dynasty business is. Yeah, is really a scene in itself, which I yeah. don't. I don't. I guess it's just well, well made. I don't know. Yeah, it seems like the premise can't well. possibly be <laughs> enough to warrant cultural phenomenon. Right. Well, so I wrote down three shows from the summer that were worth talking about. One was The Bachelorette. The next one was Arrested Development because that happened this summer. Yeah. So. And Netflix in general, Orange is the New Black. Yeah, Orange is the yeah. New Black. But I mean, Arrested Development is. A huge, huge deal, and actually looking back on it, it kind of just dissolved. Like, is it, that isn't that because of the packaging system? Yeah, and I it think might so. Be. It might Releasing be. it all at once yeah. reduces the cultural. Yeah, like no one's watching the same at the same time. Yeah, so yeah. I would talk to you guys about it, and you'd be like, "Oh, we're done the whole season." I'd be on episode four, and it's yeah. hard to. Yesterday, everybody's interact. talking about Breaking Bad. Yeah, after Sunday, but like, yeah, well, after the, the show airs, exactly. Is, the pace that you watch it is your own choice. I think that Netflix should start a, like a network would release a show. They should release an episode every Sunday or something. Oh, I see. Yeah, show. I, I do too, but I think if they want it to be yeah, if they want to compete, talked about, they are competing. House of yeah. Cards got nine Emmy nominations. Yeah, that's incredible. They they <laughs> for a rental. They're competing, website. but they lost money with the rest of the development. Like, yeah. How do you? How do they yeah, measure? Because exactly. the way they get money is subscriptions. So I don't think subscriptions went down. Well, that's why they need to figure out this yeah. whole people they, sharing subscriptions. What they have to do is the same thing Hulu does, and have ads. But I, so we never talked about arrest, arrested development on the podcast, which was, you know, a huge deal for all of us, like it was for most people. What did you guys think overall? Did you get through it? Because last I knew, you guys hadn't. I got through it. Uh huh. I saw the first episode and that was it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's it. Well, that's I mean, the thing I never like. Well, oh, look, it's on. Would you be more apt to watch it if it was on your DVR? Yeah, I would have yeah. seen it. 
Definitely. It requires more initiative. Yeah, every time really, every time Ned sits down to eat, he asks me, what do we have on DVR? Anything good? And that would have definitely sufficed. The, the answer is always no. No, it's always no. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, it's, it's really lazy, but it takes a few extra clicks to get the old Netflix up. So yeah, it does. Yeah. Silverlight always wants to be fucking updated. Yeah, get out of my Come face, on, Microsoft Silverlight. Silverlight's so big for its riches. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> like, Netflix gives you Silverlight. Silver You're lucky Adobe hasn't kicked you in the can. <laughs> but so, so Arrested Development, like, like the general consensus is, it built up a lot of steam. Like the later episodes, the last yeah. seven or eight were great. They culminate well and they play off each other very well. I guess I was annoyed that like the. The way people talked about it afterwards, the discourse was about, oh, they think they're so clever. And, like, that was always true with them. Like, yeah. it was just a lot of, yeah. like, you know, like, yeah, they're witty. Callbacks. Like, it's it's callbacks. Jokes. Callbacks and callbacks and callbacks. Right. Yeah. Like, why is this something we're holding against? Them? Yeah, it's right. Like, like, this is the reason that this show. King of Queens just gives me one joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we move on. He goes from the kitchen to the living room. Yeah. And he's fat in both. I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting a stank eye from Mr. King of Queens native. I love King of Queens. King of Queens is No, you don't. So the other show outside of um, Arrested Development, I guess, and The Bachelorette was Game of Thrones. <sighs> that wasn't. Yes, it was. It the Red ended Summer in June, I guess. The yeah, Red Summer yeah. ended in June. Really. Yeah, but, 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 but it's a spring it show. Like Mad Men and Game of Thrones are like. The Red Wedding is something that we've talked about over and over outside of the podcast. It changed my summer. Yeah, it changed your summer. And, and it made you sad. And it made me scared of social media for a while because I hadn't seen it yeah, by like true. Tuesday or Wednesday. And it was, yeah, it was one getting of the most, spoiled all over the place. That's going to become a real problem, right? I mean, yeah. Uh, the, the Red Wedding thing is a great example. Like 50% of the people live on the East Coast. They immediately start tweeting about it. Still, fifty percent of the country cannot have seen it yet. Yeah, HBO can't be psyched about that. Yeah. HBO doesn't do that though. HBO is the East Coast feed that you get. So we get H- we get Game no. of Thrones earlier than no, but we, we don't would. watch it at the same time as the East we Coast could. Show. Yes. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like a lot of people. Yeah, see, this this just happened with with Breaking Bad. Yeah. 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 Like, are they going to start doing releasing? Like, is there going to be like a East Coast? Yeah. Well, but Twitter if, if but like, isn't yeah, it true? Like, if you care about it, if you, you don't, don't want to, just don't look. It's just a weird there has problem. To be a, it's yeah, a new problem, a problem to But don't look at what? Twitter. Or Facebook. Right. But just seems, I don't know, people Go use two hours a lot. Without doing yeah, yeah but the thing is, you're not going two hours if you're waiting a couple days to watch the show. Yeah. But I you can't know. now. And that's, I think that the shows are happy with that. They want you to watch it. Yeah, they, they want, want to be an event. That's they true. Want to so they want to be an event. Not watch it. They want you to watch it live. If anything, it just gets more viewers. You missed one big television event. What, what was it? Sharknado. Sharknado, that's right. Okay. Which I subjected myself to today in television. preparation. Did you enjoy it? What channel was it on? Sci-fi. Which is funny that that seems like five years ago. Yeah. It was three weeks ago. It really does. That's how yeah. long campy shit has a shelf life And for. it's it wasn't even that big as far as viewership. No. Just as far it as trended. buzz. Well, who has... Because people don't have... A lot of people don't have cable. Like, who's yeah. watching sci-fi? It, yeah. it got like 1.3 million viewers. That's that's, wow. that's less than their normal sci-fi original movies though. No shit. <laughs> the normal ones get like 1.5. That's not true. Yes it is. I bet it's wow. True. That's un- 
So like their normal events get 1.5 million for like. An so people are just watching it online or just watching the previews for it. Yeah, and then tweeting about it or whatever. Well, and and why don't we make a joke about what the sequel will be? I bet oh, it's some yeah. sort of. Yeah. I bet it's a shark quake. So a hippoquake. Did you enjoy it? Did you like watch it? I was happy to be watching it actually. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the problem is it knows what it is. Yeah, it's not the room. The room. No. It's, it knows exactly what it is. It's not going for anything. It was shot in 18 days, and it shows... It's sunny for most of the movie. And it's storming uh, it the entire time. <laughs> there are tornadoes everywhere, and there's sun hitting Ayn's in Santa Monica. It's unusual for them to have hurricanes. They didn't have the budget to. <laughs> Tornado. Tornado Alley. Pacific Ocean. My favorite part. My favorite parts were each action scene where Ion does something heroic. Oh, just say. The fact that Ion is the best part. You can't say him. Um, I mean, he does something heroic. He saves some kids in a bus and something, and it, the the reaction shots of all of his crew going, like, "Look out! Watch out for the sharks!" Get <laughs> <laughs> some new. That's thing what they, they need to watch out for. Yeah. the sharks. But I think he knows that he's supposed to watch out for the sharks already. Let's 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 take him back. Yeah. Sharknado. Mm-hmm. So is this a tornado that went it went in the ocean? Yeah. And it picked up a bunch of sharks. Yes. Isn't that technically a hurricane? Three separate <laughs> three separate <laughs> tornadoes. Hurricanes or tornadoes. Three separate tornadoes came out of the ocean with and just had sharks. sharks. You should have seen the, the visual of it. It's just sharks spinning around. <laughs> They're alive. They're cool. And the way <laughs> The way they get these tornadoes to stop is they throw a bomb in them. Chainsaw. Because that messes up the Where was Peter barometric pressure of whatever in it. Especially with dynamite. Where was Peter in this? Were they like like trying to save the sharks? Because like if it was like a like a kangaroo NATO. Yeah. Like uh, people on. would be really, really worried about the kangaroos. Yeah, it'd be terrible. Which I think Pete would be all over the most epic speech, which was made by um, what was it? Nova, was right. the is the character's name. Terry. <laughs> no, this is a girl that likes Ian Ziering, works at his bar. There's a love. His bar is named. Triangle. His bar is named Finn. His name's Finn. His name is Finn Shepherd. Finn, Finn Shepherd. But Finn like Shepherd. And the weather no, the weather lady is named Lonnie Waves. Oh, God. <laughs> Waves is her no last name. Way. But so Nova makes this epic speech, um, and she ends it with, the sharks took my grandfather, so I really hate sharks. Because <laughs> they're building up throughout the whole thing how she just has this irrational, quote unquote, uh, hatred for sharks. But it's because her whole family was eaten by sharks. <laughs> it's the, but not from the shark tornado. No, shark. from earlier, from when she was like a kid. Yeah, I'm sure the lines of dialogue oh. within it are amazing to watch. It doesn't make it any more offensive that they're profiting off. Yeah. Of well, but apparently they're not. Campus. That's crazy that it made less money. Yeah. It was. It was. But the sequel. I, I mean, it, it was. It'll make money. It was written by Thunder Levine. <laughs> a person named Thunder <laughs> Levine. <laughs> Oh he had God. to keep the, he had to keep a Jewish last name. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys ever blown up a pool? Yeah, yeah. like an in ground pool. How would you do it? Because here's how I did it. Wait, blow up like explode? Like. It exploded. <laughs> I don't know how. Okay. <laughs> it's described in the chain of events. Okay. He he goes and he finds a gas can. Mm-hmm. There's two sharks in this pool. 
Oh, because they got dropped in there. They got dropped in the tornado, blew up, and they get dropped in the pool, and they're alive. So Ian finds a gas can, pours it in the pool, goes to the grill. No. Gets the lighter, or a book of matches, throws it in the pool, and then runs away. That blows. Pools explode. No. I don't know how. It catches on fire. It caught on fire. Yeah. And then it, for some reason. Why would it explode? Was there gunpowder <laughs> involved? That's that amazing. Sense. I don't know. I'm not even good at that. If it's highly chlorinated, maybe that causes a Was chemical reaction I'm not used to. How much gasoline? One can? One little can. And threw the can in, too. So maybe that's what... That's <laughs> a lot of gasoline, to be honest. It wasn't that much. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just enough exploded. to blow up anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Trav, how do you feel about this? Because, I mean, the room and from Justin to Kelly and Troll 2, there's so... We, we relish, yeah. all of us, in bad movies that don't know they're bad. That now but people are trying to make bad movies that it, know they're bad. It really bothered yeah. me that they were being rewarded. Yeah, We have never talked as a group about Snakes on a Plane. I, mean, like, like, I hate it. Yeah, it's just... It's, yeah. it's, it's cheap. Wasn't it kind of the first time we saw someone intentionally yeah. try to capitalize yeah. on that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. at least it had that. And yeah, I absolutely. Saw. Like, oh. yeah, you're right. I mean, it's a it's a better example of it. But and it, and it actually it's the had... reason why this Justin and Kelly is so amazing. Yeah, yeah. There's there's nothing like it. You, you have, have to be trying. You have to you have to be trying yeah. something. Sincerely. Yes, sincerely. There was, it's not time. ironic. Like, it's just unbelievable that enough people signed off on that movie. Oh, yeah. Who's the ad whiz who came up yeah. with this one? What we need is a nerd who rubs some sunblock on his nose and yeah. that he's going to be our comic relief. It's so good. I was going to say the step ups and Tooth Fairy, but it's true. From Justin to Kelly is unmatched. Yeah. Uh, Citizen King. It is Citizen King. Yeah. You could tell Sharknado was self aware too. They. <laughs> They ended the movie with Finn. Ah, As in God. like you know, like the artsy uh, Finn, uh, and his name is Finn. Sharks. Was that an allusion to Finn from Glee who died? Corey Monteith. Corey Monteith. Weird enough for you to say that. I did some research about this movie, and one of the Wikipedia entries for Sharknado is that it's the last two tweets from Corey Monteith were about were about Sharknado. Sharknado. That's what Weird. you do when you're on heroin? I guess. God, that's so boring. He was on heroin? That's yeah. Why? <laughs> what well, do you mean? The drug addict. He's our age. I mean... <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give you, like, just to get by... and banging people? What's he doing heroin for? He was banging the other girl from Glee. Yeah, they're still together. Alright. Yeah, he's doing great. Yeah, I guess pop culture, we pretty much covered everything, but there, the other stories were like... Snowden, some celebrities dying. Uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, we have the Middle Be- East ain't looking too good. We um, have Beaver peeing in a Beaver. That's, that's kind of the Amanda Bynes yeah. young star thing. We have Northwest. It sucked. I I do. And part of the impetus of this podcast was feeling like I think it was a boring summer. <laughs> Even though I'm trying that's to prove the point that it's yeah <laughs> it's completely going against the every year we do this, but. There's no Olympics. There was no election coming up. No there was, job. There, <laughs> I am unemployed. But yeah, but that's not unusual. <laughs> that's, that's that's summer. Summer. Every year we do this, where I have way too much time to think about, was this summer fun? <laughs> I just think it, it was a dog day summer. Yeah, well, the other TV show, this is going to lead us into our finale. 
Um, it was announced this summer that there's going to be a Girl Meets World. Woo! Which like is... Girl Meets World! Yeah, that's exactly right. So it is the most important recurring cast of Boy Meets World. All of them? Who? A lot of them. I you knew know, it was Topanga and Corey. It's, it's, yeah, Topanga and Corey are the parents. Of course. Um, Sean Hunter's going to be back. Of course. Um, also, Mr. Feeney, who is... Oh, wow. Well, Ancient. Mr. Feeney... Alive? He's, he's the, <laughs> That's yeah. the only thing. He's, he's like the amazing. president of the Screen, Act, Screen Actors Guild. Is he? Yeah. That's fascinating. Here's the question. How many episodes were there of Boy Meets World? Whoa! This is for all of the marbles. This is the marbles. This is the marbles. So whoever is furthest off from this has to host the next podcast, and they have to do so naked. Yeah, it's terrible. None of us want to see the rest of us naked. Again, if I smack it, you're all getting naked. Yeah, you might fucking smack it. Oh my god! One guy, the host is clothed, and the rest of the people are naked. I love it. Smacked this <laughs> <laughs> he seems so confident. So I'm not confident. I'm not confident. Yeah, you've looked at it before. No, well. You've seen the number on IMDb. Maybe, because I've looked Why is everyone calling me Ben Savage? No, the reason. How many episodes were in Boy The reason I've ever done that is because I've recognized someone from an episode yeah. and gone to see who it was. I've seen Boy Meets World more tough. recently than any of you. This is really tough. So you and I will have to be, one of us it's will one be of naked. Us, yeah. not, it's a guess. I don't yeah, think it's I have a, a great you're not, Your body guess. language does not suggest that you're <laughs> You ready? I forgot what I wrote. There we go. I'm going to start with Nick because he's the one that's convinced that has actually locked in a score. <laughs> I have locked in a score. I hope you get naked. All right. Ten seconds. We're all written for Nick. Um, I'm sure it's wrong. I think it's lower than both of theirs also. I think they hit the centennial mark, but I don't think they cleared it by all that much. I'm going 112. 112. Peaches and cream? Yep. I went right. seven seven seasons of 16 episodes. Is what I'm okay, so that was my question before. Like, I'd like to go around and ask how many seasons people thought there were. I said seven seasons. You said seven. 16. Justin? I thought, um, yeah, seven for 20. Seven for 40. 40. I thought there were eight for around 20. Yeah. Oh my god, shit! My guess, my guess is 141. I'm gonna so you're safe. Whoa. You're safe. My guess is 142. You said eight for 20. I know, I knew you guys would go low, so I went lower. Woo! <laughs> uh, so two things. Oh, um, fuck. Uh, there were seven seasons. Oh shit. And the I average was, was about 23 hours. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Hundred and fifty six. Oh, Nate, down. Let's see a shortened curve. <laughs> that was the best it could have gone. Yeah. When does tequila start? Wow, they managed twenty three episodes. Of yeah, season. those shows. Did it was up. Yeah. It was like till two thousand and. I guess seven seasons. I just said sixteen episodes. I thought yeah. they'd be shorter. Yeah, you had the seasons right. Little stupid fucking kids. <laughs> they got married off the last episode. Yeah, it went through wow. college. Not they through college, college, but into college. Yeah. Hundred and what? Hundred and fifty-six. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be naked. Oh, Super naked. You're gonna be really naked. Mr. Nagus. He can never be really naked. He's yeah, got covered a lot of. He's got a lot of hair. Yeah. I'm um, gonna but, make you guys uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, for that's sure. That's what we expect. 
But this is also like like all the women and gay men who listen to our podcast. This yeah. is the dream. This is the dream. 98% of our viewership. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, there's and it's hard people. to say they view our podcast, but we will. I thought you might. I thought you might. <laughs> Keep your eyes peeled and your ears out for the next episode of Under the Affluence should be coming out this week. Um, check out the 48-hour film submission of glaucoma if you feel like it. We did it in 48 hours. Yeah. And also check out the website at cookstreetproductions.com, cookstproductions.com, Twitter, cook underscore st, and 3036567560. Oh. Do I have to trim my pubes? <laughs>